0: The role-playing hour. It's the best thing since Onanism. Check out my new exercise bike, Wendy. Oh
1: my gosh, that's swell, Jim. And check out my new bird. Cute.
0: And he's in a nice cage and everything.
1: Yep, I call him Flippin'. Flippin' the bird. He's a canary. But I can't show him off to you now because I'm busy.
0: What's making you so busy, Wendy?
1: Oh, I have a new hobby.
0: Really? What is it?
1: Being offended by things. Oh. Yep. I look for things that people like, and I apply poorly thought-out ideas I barely remember from the first year of feminism and post-colonial discussions class, and I apply them rigidly to media in which they barely have any relevance.
0: Why don't you just study more feminism and learn more about post-colonialism so your arguments can be better? Won't you be able to hate and be offended by things more than...
1: No, silly. Then my understanding would be too broad and nuanced. I need an ignorantly narrow point of view or I won't be able to get offended by and hate things and then how would I ever have any fun?
0: Does it give you a sense of control over the world? I mean, the world is big, chaotic and scary. Applying your one rule far too rigidly and having it reveal secret things waiting to offend you from every hidden corner... Does it make you feel as if you've found some single formula that explains life in existence? The world no longer so random and scary is safer for just being offensive.
1: It sure does. My outrage is like a guiding light in an existential dark.
0: So what are you hating on this week? Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Yep. Yeah.
1: It's popular, so you know there's no point in getting offended at something obscure that no one would listen to how offended I am.
0: What's so bad about it?
1: Well... See, last week, there was this character, and she was a woman, but she had a flaw. And in Doctor Who, there is only one reoccurring woman, so she becomes the archetypal representation of all women. If she has a flaw, then the writer and the showrunner must be saying that all women are flawed. Damn you, Stephen Moffat!
0: Are all women perfect then? I thought all humans were flawed.
1: Also, there was a black guy, and the black guy had no flaws, so he was basically a magical negro and not three-dimensional at all. Moffat can't write other races. Damn you, Stephen Moffat!
0: Who the hell is Stephen Moffat?
1: Oh, he's the guy who runs Doctor Who and writes some of the episodes. He's a racist and a misogynist, and I think he may have once circumcised, kidnapped Christian babies on an altar in his disgusting... Blood rituals. He's basically Hitler. Oh, and he wrote a relationship in which someone in the couple made a mistake, and then at the end, they made up and worked through it. People don't make mistakes in relationships. Those kinds of relationships are toxic. He doesn't understand relationships at all.
0: Wait, wait, back a little. How is he a misogynist?
1: All of his female characters are feisty.
0: Ouch, that's pretty cliche. When was the last time you ever heard a man being called Feisty?
1: Yeah. And the women get emotional and they dress in sexy clothes and the story, it usually is about the man and the woman usually worries about the man.
0: By man, you mean the main character, the man the show has been about for 50 years?
1: Yeah. And basically, Stephen Moffat doesn't even write women with quite the same earthly three dimensional as the last guy.
0: Okay, he sounds mildly out of touch, but surely there's a difference between not writing women as well as the last guy and perhaps needing a lesson or two in feminism and misogynist. I mean, surely there's a fair amount of ground between those two points.
1: Nope, he's a misogynist.
0: I'm all for objectively and calmly pointing out the little ways in which we might be dragging our feet when it comes to equality, but by getting so offended at every little thing... Aren't you worried that when it comes time to really get offended by something, like later in this episode, when being offended is actually important, you might be treated like the child of indeterminate gender who cried wolf?
1: Nope. It's just that Moffat man. I hate him. Even his name. Moffat. It starts with a, an M. It's the ugliest letter. It's so jagged. And the f sound. It's like... A rude word. He shouldn't be allowed near Doctor Who.
0: But if he was gone, who would you get offended by? You like being offended. Wouldn't you miss it?
1: Oh, no problem. I'll just get offended by the next showrunner.
0: Wendy, are you sure the issue isn't that... Well, isn't that Stephen Moffat didn't fly in your window to tell you that you were going to play Doctor Who? No. No. Wendy, I have read your thoughts from my home in the UK.
1: You have?
0: Yes, and I know that you would like to play the Doctor. You do? Yes, and I, Stephen Moffat, would like you to play the Doctor too. Let me wave my magic wand.
2: And you are the doctor. Yay!
0: My work here is done. I shall use my Moffat powers to fly back to Cardiff on a moonbeam. Stephen Moffat, away!
1: Um, no, of course, I'd never dreamt that. That would be, that would be silly. Damn you, Stephen Moffat! (sighs) Why didn't you read my mind? You wrote about mind reading in that episode you did back when you were good and I hated the other showrunner. I thought you had ridden from experience.
0: Jeez, look at these forums you're posting on. Stephen Moffat gets a lot of irrational hatred online. I guess a lot of people were hoping he would fly through their windows. Wow, and the language these online commentators are using is really strong. Poor Stephen Moffat. I hope someone gives that guy a hug. Wendy.
2: James. DM. I am just embarking hither for the green grocers. Okay. I will shortly exit this door to begin my epic journey towards fresh fruit and vegetables. Okay. I am standing behind the door now in preparation for opening it. Okay. I'm about to turn the handle now. Importantly, I'm still standing behind the door, which opens inwards. Okay. I am turning the handle now, and... Mateys! Oh. Mateys, I was wondering if you could help me out with money for an ambulance?
0: Roland.
2: It's just me mother's sick. Oh, I need taxi money for the hospital. Roland. I'm really hungry, and I just need money for soup. Just soup, mate. Have a heart. Have a fucking... Oh, me lungs.
1: Heart. Roland, did you get the fucking money for the kids' drugs yet?
2: Roland, who is that? Oh, that's me wife, Cologne. Cologne, this is Jim and Wally. Wendy. Nah.
1: G'day.
0: Cologney? Do you mean cologne?
1: Nah. My name's fucking Cologne, you pompous puffed a bastard cat.
2: Oh, yep, she's the missus,
1: Roland. We haven't seen you for a while. Where have you been staying?
2: Oh, me and the whole family. We've been living out of the car and that in an alley.
1: An alley? Why don't you at least drive the car to a nicer spot?
2: We sold the wheels for drugs.
0: That can't be good. Trapped there with your whole family in an alley.
2: Nah, the alley's bloody nice. It's to an alley.
1: Yeah, you are used to cast dispositions on me domestic skills. Our car home don't need wheels when it's got love.
2: Yeah, just like I don't need to use condoms when we both got hepatitis B. Oh, oi! that reminds me in that. I should introduce you to me family. Kids!
0: This is Coren Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say. Synchronized swatches. (sighs)
2: Seriously, you're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick.
0: You think this is funny? You guys are complete...
2: F- this is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't do that <laughs> Here are me 17 kids. Say hi to them all. This Holden V8, yeah. Winfield Blue. Bye. West End Draft, Australia, Davo, Steve O, Angela Mercolo, Modra, Ute, Tinny, Siobhan, Kentucky, Nevada, North Carolina, Red Bull, J Bag, 58 Inch Plasma, U Bolt, and Julian.
1: They're the bubble of my fucking eye.
0: Don't you mean apple of my eye?
1: What's a fucking apple?
0: That's a lot of kid, Roland. You sure are fecked.
1: That's right. They're a bunch of cunts. Uh, look at them running around the house, opening up cupboards, stealing the forks and drinking cleaning products. Oi, Yay! What did I tell you about drinking turps? Not until mummy's had some. That's right. Now bring that over here.
2: Them kids is scamps, ain't they? And Cologne, she's a beautiful lady.
1: That's one stretchy boob tube. Her nipples are hanging down past the elastic band of a Adidas tracksuit. She could be a model, couldn't she?
0: Yeah, for faces of math.
1: Emmy Roland really stands out from the crowd!
0: Maybe in a police lineup.
2: Oh, this shield always knows the way to me heart.
0: What, through your track mark ulcers or through the Southern Cross tattoo in which your nipples make up two of the stars?
2: You're hot, babe! Oh yeah, <laughs> you're be
1: <hot. laughs> Kids, fucking behave yourselves, you bastards! You are in someone else's fucking home and you'll be poor! That flat is nicer than our car. It's like a fairy tale palace.
2: But our car's got something this place hasn't: love, and a glove box full of heroin spoons. You smell
1: like fear. Um, thanks, Davo.
2: Yep, sure is tough raising seventeen sprogs in a car. But we manage. We have to thank the government, though. Without the parenting payments, we'd never afford weed.
1: Soon we'll be moving up in the world, eh, Roland?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: What do you mean, Coligny? Well, we did a little insurance fraud before we came here.
2: Yeah, we set our car on fire... We're sure to get a big payout. Then we can move to some
1: place
2: nice, like Elizabeth.
1: Now, Roland, Love, you did remember to take this month's insurance payment to the insurance office, right? Um. You you didn't just spend it on weed? Nah.
2: Yeah, nah, yeah.
1: Because if you didn't take that... $25 I gave you to the insurance office and pay this month's insurance payment. We just torched our car for nothing. Yeah. Great. So the fire is probably out by now. We should get to the insurance office and get our fucking money.
2: Eh, yeah. nah. Eh, yeah,
1: nah. Yeah, nah. One one thing, love. Roland Tupac's not dead. He's still out there committing crimes. Ella Logger of glue. Don't tell me you spent our insurance payment on weed. Don't tell me we just torch our one fucking possession in the world for nothing. Um, love... You're fucking useless, Roland, you know that? You're fucking useless, you're a fucking arsehole poof fuck up. fuck. Love. I worked hard for that car. You know, you know how long it took me to find a big enough rock to smash the inside of the driver's side and hotwire that thing. I worked bloody hard for you to go piss it all away. You're useless, you're bloody dickhead.
2: Oh, piss off and leave me alone, you bitch.
1: You bloody dickhead! Oh, you stupid bitch! You useless bloody guy! Do you think I'm wasting me girlhood on you? I could have been out getting drunk and rooting guys on the football field. You bloody do that already. We did that last time Port Adelaide played a home game. They tried to drag us off and you nutted that security guard, remember? Yeah, but, I mean, I could have done it with with different guys instead of just having all those port supporters watching. <laughs> everyone, everyone, why don't you calm
2: down? You faggot bastard, Roland. You dumb slut, bitch. <laughs>
0: this is the police, Roland and Calogne. We know you're in there. Come out with your trembling, messed out hands up.
2: Oh, you got nothing on me, matey!
0: You are accused of arson! You maliciously started a
2: vehicle of fire that burned down a city block! Oh, oops.
1: Oh, why don't you go sit on a dick, you fucking pig?
2: Right, that's it. Get in
0: there, boys! Roland, Cologny, this doesn't need to get out of hand.
1: Why? Oh,
0: Up, up,
2: up, You two are under arrest. Grab him, Officer Barry. Can do, Officer Larry.
1: Nah! You pig! You can't do this to me! I'm a lady!
2: Mate, you know, once I was sharing a house and someone stole me drugs and set me house on fire. And what did you pigs do? You didn't even do anything. You told me to build a bridge and get over it and then you yelled at me to get off the f***ing bridge. You bloody Dickhead pigs are full of shit. You should be ashamed of yourselves. And then I got beat up when I was selling drugs. And then where were you, piggers, for me then? I came for help and you told me to build a bridge and get over it. And then you yelled at me to get off the fucking bridge. Your mother should be
1: ashamed of yes. <laughs> Your bloody scum. Mommy, not now, Siobhan! Mummy's spitting at pigs!
2: Jim, Jim, matey, matey, don't let anything happen to be kids while I'm in lockup. Um... Jim, don't you understand? Look after them and definitely don't tell child services and don't spend any of the parenting payments! When I get out, I'm counting those payments. If there's a j-bag less than there should be, but... I know blokes on the inside, Jim. I know some rough, bloody blokes! You do anything to be kids, you refuse to take care of them, you let child chance to them take them away, I'll send you a message, some bad bloody blokes will come and take care of you and yours, Jim, and you, Wally! Come along, sunshine! I'm not going to jail! Last time I was there, I got bloody shift! And you know what the guard told me? Build a bridge and get over it! And then he yelled at me to get off the fucking bridge, well... I can't build a bridge and get over it. That would take emotional engineering skills and likes of Isambod Kingdom Brunel and I just ain't f***ing Isambod Kingdom Brunel, mate. Roland, I bloody love you. I f***ing love you too, Calogne.
0: (laughs) Well, um...
1: Um... Uh...
2: Are you, are you our daddy and mummy now?
0: Well, you both, I guess, I guess we are.
1: Hi, little guy. Let me give you a reassuring pat on the head. Oh, that's a lot of lies.
2: <laughs> this is J.G. Hertzler. I hate the role-playing hour so much that, ah, a true Klingon doesn't speak. He acts. Pass me a batleth! Get a batleth in my hands now! Yes, Johnny.
0: Oh, thank you very much, son. Oh, that's a large batleth you have there. Oh, that's
2: wonderful. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour. Ah,
1: ah!
2: They're eating my legs.
1: Jim, one of Roland's kids left a turd under my desk. How do you know it was one of us? What else in this house makes human-sized turds, 58-inch plasma? It could have been Jim. It it wasn't Jim. We're being victimised here. You're not being victimised. I know it was you.
2: No, I mean, we're being victimised because you didn't even leave any toilet paper under your desk. I
1: had to use a curtain. It's so scratchy. Wally, where's the gear stick? I'm afraid because I can't find it. This house... Doesn't have a gear stick, Siobhan. Honey, it's not a car. When are Mummy and Daddy getting back? Mummy and Daddy are in a remand centre, J. Bag. They'll get out sometime after the court date. Mummy said monsters aren't real, but they are, aren't they? They're the biggers. Well, I guess that depends on your point of view.
0: Right, where's my new exercise bike?
2: Yeah, Mike, we took that to Cashies. You're a real bastard for putting those wheel clamps on there, but you can't stop us. We're too smart for you
0: Those weren't wheel clamps, steve It was an exercise bike. It wasn't supposed to go anywhere. Couldn't you tell? It didn't even
2: have wheels. We just thought someone had got there before us and stolen the wheels. Hey, and, and where's my birdcage? We took that to the scrap metal dealers. Got ten cents for it. What? Davo! And where's my bird flippin'? Davo pegged it at my head. Yeah, pegged it at his head. But it wasn't a very good thing to peg at someone's head. Flew away before it got there. Jim, they pegged my bird at Winfield Blue's head.
0: At least they didn't eat it think he was KFC or something.
2: Don't be silly. KFC doesn't have anything to do with birds. KFC comes from a shop.
1: Where's my canary then?
2: Must be hiding somewhere in the house like Uncle Squatty when the landlord comes. Where are the bathroom tabs?
1: Took them to the scrap metal dealers. Got 50 cents. Jim, we need to do something. Roland's kids are ruining our lives.
0: I know, but we can't. Roland said that unless we looked after them for him, he'd send bad men to hurt us.
1: But no one can look after them. Someone needs to look after us. Holden V8, stop starting fires! Fuck you, you slut!
0: Maybe, maybe not all of them are bad. Look at that one. He looks so sad and lonely. Hey, Julian. (laughs) Julian, what's wrong?
2: Uh, They're they're always so mean to me.
0: Aw, poor Julian. He's the run of the litter.
2: More like run of the litter.
0: Now, Modra, why'd you have to go and say that? Because
2: you're a faggot.
0: And why are you calling me a faggot? What's a faggot?
2: A faggot is a pussy. And
0: what's a pussy? A
2: pussy's an asshole. And what's an asshole? An asshole's a dickhead. And
0: what's a dickhead? A
2: dickhead's a poof the bastard.
0: And what's a poofed bastard? Poof the
2: bastard is a skank.
0: And what's a skank?
2: Skank is a fart. And what's a fart? Fart is a bitch.
0: And what's a bitch? A
2: bitch is a mole. And what's a mole? A mole is a wanker. And
0: what's a wanker? A
2: wanker's a faggot. You don't
0: even know what you're saying, do you?
2: Yeah, I'm saying you're a faggot. Urgh. Uh, you hit me. <laughs>
0: Come on, Julian. You take refuge on this side of the room where I hang up my washing.
2: Hey, where are all my jeans? We took them to that scrap metal dealer's. It's a metal stunt. I got five cents for them.
0: What the hell are you saving up for?
2: U- university education. So I can
1: escape my disadvantaged upbringing.
0: Really?
2: Nah, I'm just shitting ya. It's a bong.
1: Jim, Red Bull and Angela Merkel are playing two-up in my room. Shut up, you faggot Australian. But two-up is illegal except for Anzac Day. What if we get caught? Shut up, you soft-cocks bastard.
0: What if we say all Roland's kids died of cot death?
1: Hey, yeah. Then it's like, it's not our fault. And then if we buy a red nose every red nose day, we'll convince Roland because he would think we're doing it in remembrance instead of, you know, in thanks.
0: My conscience would be okay with that.
1: Mine too. Quick. Which is the least safe kind of cot? I'll go by 17 of them.
0: No, 16. Julian's okay. But uh,
1: maybe we should just be more understanding. I mean, these kids come from a broken home and I think they might be disabled.
0: Disabled?
1: Well, that one definitely at least has fetal alcohol syndrome.
0: Red Bull? Red Bull.
1: Oh, he's
2: always like that.
0: <laughs> Understanding. Understanding. Yes. They're just children. They're not they're not wild animals. They're not vermin. They're just children. Now to pack the clothes horse away in the cupboard.
2: <laughs> ah!
0: What? Two of Roland's kids running. Uh,
2: with each other?
0: Yes, with each other.
1: Close the door, mate. Was just raised in a barn. I'm sure it's not that bad. I mean, some of them are only probably half brother and sister
0: That's it. That's it. We got to take serious action against Roland's kids. I don't care what kind of heavies Roland sends after us. I'd rather die than live with Roland's kids.
2: Yeah. Well, I'd rather you get a dog up ya.
0: Listeners, we need to rid ourselves of Roland's kids. How do you suggest we do it? Call in by dialing 83135000 and tell us what we should do to make sure we never ever see Roland's kids again. Genocide of every human on earth? I'm okay with genocide as long as it takes out Roland's horrible kids. Alternatively, you can write on the Facebook wall. The address is www.facebook.com. the role playing hour. You are listening to Wendy, Holden V8, Winfield Blue, West End Draft, Straya, Davo, Stevo, Angela Merkalo, Modra, Ute, Tinny, Siobhan, Kentucky, Nevada, North Carolina, Red Bull, J-Bag, 58 Inch Plasma. You, Bolt, Julian, and me, Jim, here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM digital radio and online. Episodes 1 to 265 can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com, and most of the episodes since then can be found at the Radio Adelaide website itself. For right now, call in on 83135000 and tell us how we can rid ourselves of Roland's despicable progeny that brings shame upon our proud nation.
2: CONFUSED NERD! This is Adrian Edmondson from The Bad Shepherds. I hate the role playing hour. What ridiculous voices. Yeah, none of your bloody friends called in because you don't even have any friends. How do you like that? None of them even wrote on your bloody useless bloody Facebook wall. Yeah. Eat that, used to. What do you have to say to that? Yep. Yeah. F***ing c**. F-
1: yeah, you dickheads! Yeah, you the fucking slut over there!
2: Answer our mild-mannered request, Jim!
0: I'm trying so hard not to kill you right now.
2: And Wendy, say jagged. Jagged. And say fetal. Fetal. Yay. <laughs> I suppose... <clears throat> no one's going to call in on... Eight three one three five thousand. then I guess we'll tell them about f***ing subscribing to the f***ing station. So if you wanted to f***ing subscribe, you could win a bloody prize and you could get that prize right up ya. This week, you could this month, if you subscribe, you go into the draw to win a f***ing awesome f***ing travel pack for fingin' crumbler. <laughs> oh mate. Get that up ya. Heaps good f***ing bags since ninety-five. You can win that one subscriber will f***ing win that, so seventy five dollars to subscribe or forty dollars, which is like a j bag and a half I don't know how much that is, and yeah, just dial eight three one three five thousand during you know hours you know just after you get up within that hour because they'll close at five, so around that time, yeah, and subscribe, support community radio, yeah. It's like free. It's from the government. It's like the doll. So you can you can, you could should support it with your doll money for some reason. Yeah. And yeah, you could win that prize. And you get a magazine sent out to you. All of that. What do you have to say for yourself, you bearded bastard?
0: Go on a fire, kid.
2: <laughs> oh, that's fucking child. cruelty You fucking a cruelty. You're cruelty, mate. <laughs> yeah. So I think of you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to check your goddamn wall. See if any any bastards wrote in there. Alright, we got something. You could use links as a holy water propellant for Roland's kids. Alternatively, taking them to the bus interchange is like throwing magnets on a fridge, says Lars. Magnets on a fridge at the bus interchange, apparently. I don't know what that means. Mm. Does it mean we'll get abducted? Or does it mean little kids just like us, of our... High class disposition prefer to reside in the environs of a certain bus interchange. Paradise, perhaps.
0: I'm kind of hoping that it means that you'll stick to the buses like magnets to a fridge so the bus can take you far away from me.
1: Mm. Uh, Why don't we just put them on a bus and then just leave them
0: and they won't be able to find the
1: way home? Jim can't kill them. But maybe, like, they're, like, you know, like, shining objects, like some magnets, and we just throw the magnets on the bus, and then they all, like, hop in the bus, and then, I don't know.
2: Wally, you're a bus. You're a bastard. You're (laughs) a bastard, is what I'm saying. (laughs) It's a porn I'm driving at. You're all bastards. Everyone listening to (laughs) a bastard. This is K9. Though this unit is incapable of emotion, I calculate that... The Role-Playing Hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form.
0: This is Lance Wings and I hate the Role-Playing Hour because they mostly come out at night. Mostly. How's it going?
1: Well, all of Roland's kids are asleep in the shoddiest cots I could find, but none of them are dying of cot death.
0: Damn it! What's the secret of SIDS?
1: Well, I guess if they knew the secret, they wouldn't need Red Nose Day.
0: Damn it! Everyone should donate on Red Nose Day so we can find out the secret of SIDS and use it to kill Roland's kids.
1: I don't understand why these terrible cots aren't working!
0: Think about it. Roland probably had, like... 25 kids right you've seen how badly he takes care of them you've seen what his wife does and i bet she's the same while she's pregnant the weak kids probably died off already these 17 are just the ones left the survivors the tough bastards but they're all scum pure desire and survival instinct no higher functions whatsoever bogan children
1: so what do we do
0: there's only one thing we can do
2: Hello, madam and sir, and what can your local vet do for you today? I'd like to have my 17 dogs put to sleep. But these are 17 human children in dog costumes. Trust me if you'd met them. This vet looks like a wog. He should go back to his own country. How indecorous. If he can't even speak English, go back to where you came from and get a dog up ya. Now, now, Australia, shh, shh. <laughs> Child, what are you doing? Get out of that cabinet Oi, you must have horse tranquilizers here Oh yeah,
1: hard raven, let's get some gear Yoot, we the bloke? get out of there Oh, I'm sorry, vet
2: You really must control your children
1: That's just it, they're not our children They're demon bogan children
0: You can hear from the way we speak, Vet. We're educated. We're ever so slightly cultured. We can read books. We wouldn't have 17 kids. We just wouldn't. The only ones who have 17 kids are the lower classes, the uneducated, the needy, those who don't know better. And they're they're breeding us out, Vet. They're breeding us out. Just think about it. The future will be these kids.
1: Stick that stethoscope up his Bumhole! Ha-ha! <laughs> Listen to what his bum sounds like! It sounds like... It sounds like...
2: Ah, <laughs> my
0: It's like we're the aristocrats, and they're the unwashed hordes. Who deserves to live in the long run, Vet? Who will serve society better? Well,
2: yes, however, we shall need someone to clean our toilets in the future. We'll have robots to do that! Plus, the parents of these kids...
0: They've never worked a day in their lives, and neither will their spawn. They're all dull bludgers.
1: Vet. We all know the good bogans, the ones who are hilarious at parties, work blue-collar jobs, and they have an earthy sense of humour, a folksy wisdom. But these are not the good bogans. These are not the nouveau bogans. These are just... Out the of scum! They bring dishonour not only to Australia but to the human race.
2: Knock, knock!
1: Uh, who's there?
2: Julian!
1: J- Julian?
2: But that's my name. Julian who? Julian's a c- gun. <laughs> but I look into their eyes and I see they're not animals. I see some humanity there. What are you looking at, wog? You bloody poof! You goon, slut stain! No, you're right. They're animals. So, will you help us? Well, I can't put them to sleep. Not forever. I won't even put animals to sleep without any reason. Not if I can help it, but I can perhaps assist you.
1: Can you give them flea collars at least? And some worming tablets?
2: I can do more than that. I can
0: desex them. To make sure they never breed? To make sure they don't each have 17 kids of their own? Yes, it seems the right thing to do. I agree. And Roland will get his kids back and he'll be none the wiser. He'll just assume that the inevitable drug and alcohol abuse his kids have already started doing will have made them infertile. Do it.
1: But, Jim, think about it. I mean, the sterilisation of the lower classes. Yes. Well, isn't that what Hitler did?
0: Wendy, Wendy. It's been decades since World War II. We need to stop saying everything Hitler did was bad. I mean, Hitler was a vegetarian and some vegetarians aren't bad.
1: Hmm, well...
0: Trust me, there are some. Not everything is bad just because Hitler did it. Hitler went to the toilet. Hitler liked to hike. Are you going to stop doing those things too? Hmm, I do like to hike. Exactly. Okay, some things Hitler did were bad, we shouldn't do those, but just because a bad person does something, it doesn't invalidate other things he argued for. I mean, if Russell Brand argued coherently for feminism, would that make Russell Brand wrong?
1: I don't know! Russell Brand arguing coherently.
0: It's a hypothetical situation, Wendy. Russell Brand argues coherently for feminism. He could still be right. Just because a complete wanker says something about an issue, it doesn't invalidate the issue. Not if the wanker's points are good. If you claim that a bad person could never argue well for an issue simply because the person was bad, well, that would be an ad hominem. An attack against the person, the person's character, and not the argument. In terms of an argument or an issue, the personality of the person lobbying for it is irrelevant. What matters is how sound the argument itself is and how well the issue stands up.
1: I see. Like, what you're saying now, even though I secretly don't respect you, your opinion might be right. I should just look at your argument, not your character.
0: Exactly. And some of the things Hitler said were right, like when he encouraged the sterilization of the poor, not all the things he said were right, but some of the things.
1: I see. So, hiking, sterilization of the poor, and vegetarianism... Even though Hitler liked those things, nice people can still do them.
0: Yeah, well, still not sure about that last one, but yeah.
1: Okay, vet, do it.
0: Yes, boss. Save Australia. Save this country from a tiny part of its scourge. Stop more of these racist, ignorant, intolerant, criminal, antisocial ratbags from being born. Spare us from more Bogans. Sterilise the Bogan children. You'll be doing us all a favour. Very
2: well. I'll begin putting them under for the operation. Now, children... You are probably afraid of needles, but... Oh, do we finally get to have needle fun, like Daddy and Mummy? Are we
1: finally big boys and girls? Jim, what about Julian? The runt. The nice one.
0: No, Wendy, we can't risk the Roland disease skipping a generation. Boganism may be latent in him, waiting to emerge.
1: You know, it just occurred to me. We're saying that bogans are prejudiced and... Intolerant, right? And that's why we want to sterilise them. Right. But by doing so, aren't we...
0: Oh, Wendy, you've got something on your shirt. Oh, what? Crumbs or something.
1: Oh, here?
0: Yeah, do you want me to brush them off?
1: No, it's okay, I can. Did I get them?
0: A couple more. Now? Yeah, yeah, now you're good. You were saying?
1: Oh, um... No, I lost it.
0: You've lost it?
1: Yeah, my train of thought completely forgot what I wanted to say.
0: By doing so, aren't we?
1: No, it's not coming back.
0: No. Oh, well, can't have been important.
1: No, can't have been important. See you, vet. Good luck with the sterilization.
0: Farewell.
1: U both, stop trying to lick your stitches.
0: <laughs> Good thing the vet put those dog cones around their necks, isn't it?
1: Oh, yep, they would have pulled those stitches out in no time.
0: I wonder if the drugs that vet gave them worked. He said it should have knocked out their memories so they won't even remember ever having gone to the vets. bold, where did you go yesterday?
1: Um, I- I'll try another. Red Bull, what did you do yesterday? <coughs> oh, maybe not the best one to ask. Tinny, what did you do yesterday? I don't bloody know, do I, you bitch. Seems like it worked. Pity they've done so much damage to the house.
0: Don't worry, I saved one fork. We can share it after they leave.
1: Jim Wally, if my kids are with child services, are you gonna Aw,
2: oh, kids!
1: How's it fucking going, you <laughs> of me <cunt? laughs> Mommy. Mommy! mommy, mommy. We just took good care of them for us then. They all look rigidly did
0: Yep, Cologne. Yep, we did. We really took good care of them.
1: Wait, why do they have all stitches on their nutsacks or on their tummies?
0: Oh, you, you know what kids are like always getting into scrapes. They had fights, fell off bikes, had accidents, dancing, and all the injuries were centered on their nutsacks and tummies.
1: Oh, yeah! These kids are bloody bastards! They're rough as guts, they are!
2: Well, I guess we'll be going then.
1: Look Dad, I pulled the wiring out of the wall! We can sell this to the scrap metal dealers!
2: Great work, son!
1: Well, I found my canary then. Must have been hiding in the room.
2: That bird looks f***ing dead.
1: Yeah, it was so hard to find when it was alive. Thanks for revealing its location for me, Roland. No problem, Sheila. I'll just bury Flippin' after you guys leave. It's so good to see you again, Daddy.
2: Oh, little Julian, give your old man a hug. Mm-hmm. Well, Wally and Jim, you bastards. See yous later.
1: Yeah, in a while, Crocodile. Oh, sorry, I just used one of your forks to scratch me ringworm. Oh, I hope that's okay. You can keep the fork. Ta love, bye! Say bye you bastard kids, be polite! Bye bye bye! bye. 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 bye.
2: <sighs> 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 what did I miss? And so, the Bogans with their flag capes and their southern cross tattoos believed they were the true representatives of Australian culture. But of course, they were wrong. It is proud, upstanding, middle-class people like Wendy the Vet and Jim were the true backbone of Australia, lest we forget. They are the young and free who uphold our nation's proudest traditions. For what could be more Australian than Jim? the Vet, and Wendy, who further victimise and disadvantage our nation's most vulnerable citizens. These are the citizens who are truly Gert.